Hey, Pete's back again from a long time. I know you're probably thinking, how? What happened? Where did you go? I don't know. I was taking too long because supposedly this past last week I had jury duty that didn't really come into fruition, thank God. I really wasn't really looking forward to going to jury duty at all anyways because knowing that most people don't want to get vaccinated and also they're not going to give each other space anyways because why, you know, the whole point of being in a jury dude, you'd have to like sit next to each other anyways because you have to talk, mediate for hours and hours in a room or something. And I just didn't want to do that. And thank God I never got to because when I went up to one of the people at the um, jury room two over there in this town here, they told me there weren't any any jury going on. But yeah, I saw these group of random people already commenced into one. And they kept telling me to call after closing time to, you know, wait to see if the next jury was available. When I did that, they said to call the next day, which to me meant, oh, boy, I'm going to forget this. And yeah, I did. I did forget all about calling in the afternoon because Wednesday went by, Thursday went by, Friday went by, the weekend went by, and today's Monday morning, in late Monday morning, and... So I had to wait until this afternoon for me to see if there's any jury again. But I, I feel like at this point, they should just leave it alone and not threaten anybody with jail time or both with jail time and a fine or a fine. It just doesn't make any sense to threaten people, especially during this pandemic. It's just a dumb idea because it's still swirling around. I don't know if people didn't realize that, but it's a stupid idea to just insist on in-person jury summons when you could just do it all by Zoom and just save yourself the trouble. And besides, people would rather do that anyway still because, you know, whether they like it or not, not everyone's that giddy to see each other that much. At least not me, but I guess I might be wrong because there's some, you know, dumbass people who are like pro-anti-vax and shit. It's not like I care for that, but I mean, you need to be understanding why you're needing a religious exemption and why you feel you can't take the shot because of certain or some or not even any research you probably haven't even done yet. I just feel like have an open mind if you're going to get a shot. Have an open heart to heart conversation with those who actually had a shot, like myself, like my mom. And unfortunately, I would say the same thing for the guy who just passed away, who was 80 plus years old, this old guy from the Capitol, the Washington, the, that used to serve with Bush in his administration before Obama. I'm talking about that kind of guy. He died, and I'm going to say this. I know people are going to jump on the bandwagon. People were saying this already in the news. That they're already the anti-fucking-vaxxers on their little anti-vaxxer crap jumping on the fucking shit about why they think the vaccine isn't working. I'm like, no, people. Vaccines work. You know what doesn't work? Death. Okay? I'll tell you why. The guy died from death. Okay? So, what happened was, for him being as old as he is, now take in consideration, if you're an old person, and you're not already healthy, as well, already, and if you're very pretty much already been, you know, you did everything you could to avoid, you know, dying from coronavirus, it doesn't mean you can't get it. It's just that, unfortunately, I'm still learning this myself, like everyone else, 
You're not impervious to death, people. It's just impossible to say you can't die. And it, and even if it was the coronavirus vaccines or not, he just died because he was old. Okay? <clears throat> it was his time to go. As it will be for some of us. And a lot of us one day when we get old ourselves, if we even live long enough to say that we're old and made it. Because we're old and we only are here on the planet for a time being people. And that means for whatever time we're on this planet, we're going to die eventually. No one is immortal, at least not yet, if science is still pushing that whole immortality thing and clone crap and all that weird stuff, which I'm not be able to discuss on here because I don't know I don't know enough about it to talk about it first off and second if that was the case I'll probably look into it maybe if I have time but unfortunately people it's like this there is something up with people just trying to just insist that the vaccines don't work and like I said for me they work to me because look at so far and I'm 31 years old I'm gonna be 32 like next week so I'll let you know after my birthday if I still survived. I probably will say yes because I'm still here. But I'm just saying the thing is when God wants you to come back, when it's time for you to die, you're going to die. Okay? And so the old man from from the Bush administration, that guy, I'm going to check right now what his name is because I was just looking at his stuff. And they were saying he had a, he he went because it was his time to go because he, you know, became deceased because of the fact they said he was dying from coronavirus. I'm like, no, he just died because he was old and he was old and that's why he became deceased. And, and unfortunately, that's what happened. He died because it was his time to go. You know, unfortunately... The coronavirus is still swirling, like I keep saying. It's still swirling. And that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. It just means, unfortunately, with everything in life, everything has its limits. And so, I think really what happened here was, you know, like I was just telling you just right now. It was just something he couldn't avoid. Most of us will not be able to avoid death anyways. And it's reassuring to know that even though he did die because he did take those two vaccines. I don't think he died from coronavirus. I just really personally believe it's just old. And, and the fact of the matter is because he was old, that's why he became deceased. Because, well, it's just that it was his time to go. And unfortunately, and his name was... I think, okay, okay, it says his name is Colin Powell, and he was 84. But it says he died of COVID, according to CNBC. We'll see about that, but I don't think he did die from COVID complications. I just think he just died from old age, because they said he was already vaccinated twice. See? They said that he might have had a weakened immune system, so that might have been probably why he probably became deceased because of his old age weakened immune system and like I said I don't really think he did die from actual COVID COVID but he did take the vaccine he did 
but unfortunately old age and just it was his time to go you know I think it's sad you know that people as old as him even if they do get vaccinated that death is still impervious to them it still is so that's like my grandma she already had been vaccinated twice but that doesn't mean she's gonna escape death but my mom of course now is worried that that's a possibility because of the fact of the matter that she's in her 70s right now you know this was a grandma i met like six to nine or eight years ago i think back in the 2014-ish i remember if i recall when i met her with the first time and she you know and she's in her 70s now so she can't really avoid that either now that it says that even a fully vaccinated person can still die even though it, they cite its complications due to coronavirus, I'm just going to be realistic with you guys. I think it's it's real to say this. It's just true. She, like that old man, will most likely die because not of complications of this coronavirus, but really because of old age. Because if he's already fully vaccinated... Why would coronavirus kill him? That doesn't make any sense. You, that's that's the whole point of the vaccine. It protects you. But like I said, remember if I told you guys in my last podcast uh, ago, if you were listening or not, that the thing is, the vaccine is was the whole thing to you know help your white cells to build up strength so when it recognizes coronavirus in your system, it attacks it and it protects you even more. But you see, this is why I mean when I said old age and maybe... I wouldn't say he wasn't healthy because I can't really determine that. But I could say that if you have enough white cells in your body and you could face that off, then you might be in good hands. I don't know if that has anything to do with healthiness. But the fact of the matter is he did get that vaccine twice, like me. And he was still susceptible to death. Not really coronavirus. They're saying it's COVID complications. I think it was because of old age. In his case, and the fact that he may or may not have been well, because it says having low immunity support, and that's pretty much a factor in all that. And I believe it's the truth. It says you're not impervious to death. And also with having a weakened immune system kind of just bogs down the question like, well, I guess you could say there isn't really a cure cure per se, but I guess the real cure is this, you know. The whole six feet thing we were doing this whole past year and last year and still wearing our mask even during the fall season and winter seasons and early spring and the fact of the matter is that we maintain that space still and on top of that keep cleanliness up adopt more hygienic approaches and then you know still take the vaccine and take this in stride and realize that not everyone is impervious to this stuff because it wasn't meant to be, you know, a safekeeping for to avoid death. You're still going to die. It's just that you won't die on your terms. You'll still die when you're meant to die, unfortunately. So that's the one thing vaccines can prevent is death, okay? And even if that might have been a factor, he might have had complications with COVID, he might have had 
with poor immunity. I still believe old age. I still believe he was meant to die. And, and unfortunately, when it comes to God, if he wants someone to die and it was meant for them to die that day, then guess what, people? Then he will die that day. He lived out his life. He served, you know, with the Bush administration. He, you know, is one of the people that helped and unfortunately encouraged to go into the Iraqi war, which was, that was weird. But, yeah. Now we know. I mean, I don't know if we would ever feel bad for a guy like that, but thank God, you know. Thank God we don't have to invade any more, hopefully any more people's lands because it's, it's that we don't need to be doing that right now. Especially during a pandemic. It's just a global one right now. It's just it's too much. And like I said, peeps, I still think that guy couldn't have died. I might be wrong, but I know, I believe he was just, he was meant to leave today. He was meant to die. He was meant to pass away. If not today or yesterday or over the weekend. Unfortunately, like I said, death cannot be avoided unfortunately one day one of us or all of us who are listening to this including myself we're not going to avoid death so i would just tell you to see you people if you're worried about that kind of stuff death and all that stuff here's something as a reminder it was like what i was watching the other day with pastor darby and his ministries called destined ministries and i was watching one of his like hour-long sermons on video because even though he is dead already this guy died like three years ago but Anyways, it just feels like he's alive when I watch his videos because it doesn't feel like he's gone. But anyways, I was watching one of his videos and, you know, he, he made a good point when he talked about this regarding to death. What did that person in particular do before the, they died? Did they ask God forgiveness? Did they change their life from after asking for repentance and stuff like that? Did they start living a better life after that? You know, and I think about that, too, and I'm thinking, yeah, you know what? Did he? You know, it's sad today that he may have not been able to thwart off COVID-19, possibly. But that's nothing to compare whatever he was doing in his earlier, previous time in life before this unfortunate time happened for this guy. I would have to say, and I would have to argue, what did he do to get him saved? Did he ask God for repentance and forgiveness? Did he finally get saved? Will he be saved? Spiritually, is he already saved now? And if so, is he saved because he realized that, and even though he got vaccinated and all that stuff, did he? Did he not? And that's the question, and, and most people will say, and of course Pastor Darby would say if he was still alive, that that's not possible because he works for the government first off. He probably is one of those, you know, people who had to be part of one of those weird secret societies and shit like that, and, and since he already has already a, uh, master because you can't serve two masters unfortunately he may not have been spiritually saved after all and that's a possibility too so unfortunately yeah that's what we're looking at the situation um and and that's all i gotta say about this people really it's a sad reality that we all live in but that's that's just what happens you know we're not impervious to death but we're definitely susceptible to it so, I'm just going to say this to you guys. Try your best to ask God for forgiveness. You know, and when they say repent, that means to stop doing the bad stuff you know you normally do in a habitual way. That you keep doing. That you know is wrong because it's immoral, you know. And just not do that anymore. 
and really abide by this stuff and really make that lifestyle changes. If it means you have to stop watching porn, if it means you have to stop, you know, sinning in that kind of direction anymore, if it means you have to stop doing bad stuff because it's creating chaos in your life and stuff like that, it's probably time to just unleash that and just undo those things. All I can tell you people is this. Try your best to live a sinless life. You know, and I would still encourage you guys, you know, still get your vaccines, still do it anyways, you know, and still pray about stuff. Pray about it too if you have to about the vaccines. Pray about it if you have to and pray that you still make it even after something of a complication or not. Just still pray about it, you know. The reason why I didn't fear this vaccine as much as people thought I would fear it is because, you know, it's just medicine. You know, that's how I see it. But I don't see it as a common threat or a threat and, you know, stress myself out and then get myself, you know, stress and self-induced stress just to get myself more worried. And then my defenses are up and then they're worthless when I get the vaccine. So, you know, the cold trick in taking that stuff is probably not be stressed about it. But just be calm, you know, and, and receive calmness and be in calmness because that will help so much more people. It will help save so much that you don't need, but it will save you the time and the money and everything that you would have not needed to buy other things. But still adopt that, you know. And that's what I mean. I, I'm just telling you people, it's a crazy thing. It's crazy. But like I said, not to go off topic here, but yeah, it's just that that's what we have to understand. We can't live forever. So if we live forever, then, you know, then we wouldn't have to worry about complications. We wouldn't have to worry about poor immunity. We wouldn't have to worry about that kind of stuff if we could live forever, but it's just not possible yet. And still, I don't really want to. The thought about living forever, I'm like, I like the idea of living forever, but if it's going to be a violent, torrent, pain of misery and stuff like that, I don't know if living forever is even good in the cards because, I don't know, financially, to be honest, is not really good because financially, none of us have enough money in our latter years of our lives to salvage ourselves because we didn't make enough money during these times due to the shutdowns, the pandemic kind of holding us hostage here and then with the anti-vaxxer crap people not helping things i'm just saying it's really making it hard for me to think that living forever isn't even a good idea financially because it's like you know what if we have to die then just you know let death run its course let it do its thing you know because financially none of us are really equipped so to speak financially with that incentive in mind and that includes you know me. I mean, this is why I was. I mean, this is why I was talking about earlier in this podcast about me avoiding jury duty because, for reals, I live with my sisters Alexa and my mom and my baby brother David, and all three of them have the same problem that this, you know, Colin, eighty-four-year-old, you know, whatever he was, Republican or senator or whatever he was, he died because of one thing. My sister, my mom, and my brother have. And it's called low immunity, okay? And they, so far my mom is fully vaccinated. Like my grandma, also has low immunity too, by the way. 
but she doesn't live with us. That's why I'm not mentioning her again. But she does have the same issue like like they they do because of being old, of course. But in my mom's case, she has low immunity because of self-induced stress. And the fact of the matter is that she was born with a unfortunate um, inheritance of having heart-related issues. So that why that's why it wouldn't be a far stretch if I ever go back to the doctors and they keep saying I have prehypertension and stuff because I've been hearing this since going to the hospital a couple times. I don't go often, but I keep hearing this every time they check my pressure. They say I have prehypertension, so that tells me something already. I'm already predestined to die anyways, which sucks. And then my sister Alexa and David, besides Manny, are all in the same boat as me and my sisters Liz and Jen. But unlike them. They have a different father, and we have a different father, but we have all the same mother. Problem is, whatever we inherit from our, our mom, it's going to happen to us anyways. But in the case of Alexa and Manny and David, however, David and Alexa in particular, because David did this dumb thing, he was eating um, some of the paint from the walls. I don't know how he was able to do it, but he was able to scratch on the walls a couple times or something. And he was able to eat paint, you know, dried paint from the wall. And then that has lead inside the paint. So supposedly he has lead poisoning in him. And that's not good. So that's why I mean he has a low immunity for things like that. And two, Alexa, ever since she became a teenager, she's been having issues with her epileptic seizures. And for her, it's been scary because... She has no defenses already because of now having these back-to-back -back epileptic seizures. She just had, like, on Saturday for one whole day, from Friday night to Saturday during the day, she had four unprovoked seizures happening. They were minor in their little seizure, you know, responses, but she, like, like this old guy, is impervious to death, so... She had these issues because she has a thing called low immunity. And then my mom, like I just told you, she has those heart issues. She already passed out once already. so And she already had a stroke on top of that too. So at any moment, if the vaccine it doesn't, you know, stay strong or she doesn't get a booster in time for, for the next stroke that she might have or the next whatever or self-induced stress. And by the way, she has tuberculosis, by the way, guys. So even on top of that, my mom has dormant tuberculosis. So she could pretty much die even from TB. And even us too on top of that. We would all have to be quarantined somewhere with TB in individual buildings or places. You know how stupid that would be? That's what I'm saying. My mom has like a Pandora's box within herself with self-induced stress and unfortunately catching tb in la because somehow somewhere in la tb was released and she got it one day on the bus when she went with my sister jen shopping one day and that's how they both landed with tb and somehow my dad still had sexual relations with my mother and somehow by by god he and myself didn't get tuberculosis because we were both next door because i was a baby at that time and somehow Liz made it to this planet unfazed and without tuberculosis, really. So like I said, things like that, having a low immunity like that, it wouldn't surprise me if that's the reason why that guy 
died from complications, but it wouldn't even surprise me even my mom dying for that because of those type of complications too. And like I said, it's a scary thought, but you know, the TB is dormant in my mom's case and my older sister Jen's case. Tuberculosis is dormant and she somehow gave birth to two healthy young boys. She sure did. That's the same older sister that has the tuberculosis. Not me. Somehow I was unscathed by that. But thank thank the Lord. Thank God. That didn't that didn't touch me. Thank goodness for that. Because that's scary. Imagine that still. So that's what I'm saying. My mom already is like basically like the black hole of the situation right now, if you if you will. So at any moment, once that black hole is open, it's not gonna stop. Because if coronavirus gets her, that opens up TB. Either that one or a sexual disease, she told me. Hey, peeps, I'm back again. Just putting this little tidbits on in case you didn't know, but I just had to do it anyways because I had to uh, apologize briefly because there was a phone call that interrupted me that said, I don't know, I guess in my context it said the word news on there. I'm like, huh, that's weird. Why is there news on there? Strange. But anyways, it was from like an 818 area code that called me and I just wasn't sure what that was about. But hopefully it wasn't anything else serious. But other than that, like I was saying, you guys, um, it's unfortunate. Death is a thing. And I will have to remind people that it is bad, but it's just part of life. And I just hope you guys learned something from today's podcast that enlightens you a little bit to seek out, you know, God, pray about stuff, and, you know, seek out others like me and others who had actual stories of actual complications of COVID and survived, but also ask people like myself still who were fully vaccinated and still have, you know, weigh your pros and cons about that and not listen to the bias perspective that, a bunch of anti-vaxxers are going to probably interject and suggest that you should and shouldn't do. I just want you guys to know, please take this serious. I know it's not much to be asking of me, but I'm grateful to know that at least that guy, and, I'm, and I forgot to say this in my main podcast, I'm glad that Colin guy who was a senator for 84 of years of his life, I don't know however long he served there, but I heard he served in the in the Bush administration, so... I can say this to you guys is this. I'm grateful at least he took the initiative to get vaccinated. So at least no one died of COVID back, you know, 19 because he failed to, you know, do that. No, at least he took the initiative and the responsibility to take it because it was necessary. So even though he may have possibly died of those COVID vaccine complications, I still believe it's old age and I still believe it's just because he was poor immunity and it was his time to go. I'm just saying people, it's not a big deal, but it's, it's, it's just reality. It's just what it is. And you know, I'm still grateful. At least he didn't do anything else except just he did what he was asked to do with no complaints. And he, like many of us who are vaccinated right now, at least we didn't help continue swirling the virus at least we got ourselves so protected to the point that it didn't kill others it might have killed us maybe but it still didn't kill others and i think that's the thing we should take 
from this situation today is that at least he mildly prevented an outbreak and mildly prevented, you know, a possibility that it could have swirled around even more so had he not took the initiative to vaccinate. And this is a guy supposedly on the base, the Republican base, that would definitely be so defiant in wanting to vaccine for some reason, even though some of them actually did vaccinate. And it's kind of ironic, even including, you know, places like Fox News and shit like that. But still, people, I still highly encourage that you guys still take a look into it. And remember, don't just say religious reasons for not taking a vaccine or the typical research crap. Just look into it and take a gander at this. You know, take a, you know, take a jab at at this, so to speak, you know, because it's actually a jab, too, when you talk about it. So I'm just saying, have your shot for reals, right? All these puns. Um, and try to look into this shot, you know? And if it means you have to get two series of shots like I did, then go for it. I mean, and also look into the booster while you're at it, too. And see what you can outweigh the pros and cons. And like I said, at least I can say that guy died. At least he died probably knowing he didn't spread the vaccine virus reaction. That he just had to be hospitalized because... Unfortunately, death and old age and low immunity is usually the remedy for when it's time for someone to go. Usually, anyways. Sometimes you can die and you can be perfectly healthy. And that could also be the case, too. But in reality, guys, no one can eliminate death because death was meant for us at the end of our lives. It's like the finish line, but for our lives. You know, death is just inevitable. It's just going to happen anyways. And what we have to do is what we have to not take for granted now in this life. Take advantage of these situations that we're in, like getting that vaccine shot. And also, by taking time to look out through life, don't feel confined, even though it feels like that, being at home all the time. But take it as it is. Take it with stride. Just breathe in, breathe out, clean up a little enjoy your day a little and you know just be happy if you have to go for that walk then go for that walk if you have to just stretch a little then stretch a little more than a little but just you know don't exert yourself don't stress yourself and certainly don't be anti-vaxxing yourself and everyone else around you just be happy as much you can still wash your hands still adopt hygienic principles and and tasks and trades and all that good stuff. Still learn and adopt being more clean and hygienic. Still, you know, and still do that six feet apart and still wear your mask regardless of if it seems so stupid and erroneous. I'm just saying, guys, even though I hate wearing a mask sometimes myself, aesthetically, aesthetic-wise, I kind of like it more because it made me talk to people less and I wouldn't have to talk to people if I didn't need to or if I had to. And when it was absolutely necessary. But, you know, I still feel like I shouldn't have to, you know, feel slandered for, you know, protecting myself. And neither should you either if you decide to look into this stuff. So just take that in mind, guys. And on that, on this tidbits, that's all i got to say is that thank you for listening. And as always, this is Rosie Says, and I'll see you on the next podcast.